0: Welcome to Stupidity, home of the greatest media mind ever to walk the planet. I tell you what, man, he's a literal titan across the entire media landscape. Okay, so here's the deal. He's a true icon in every sense of the word. He's loved and feared more than any being to grace this planet. Stugas
1: a man with a voice that sounds like Barry White and Beyoncé had a
0: Jewish baby. God himself would pay $39.99 for a cameo. Fact of the matter is, you are about to embark on a transcendent experience that can only be described as psychological nudity.
3: This is Stugas, and this is Stupidity.
0: Here we go, Jim.
3: Tony to another episode of Stupidity, the biggest podcast in the world, bigger than Oprah. Yes, that lady who interviewed the royal family, <laughs> Meghan Markle, and the, the former Fritz, royal, family. the, for, right, the former <laughs> royals, right? George Brett. <laughs> <laughs> we are bigger than Bad her. Joke. It's joke. A terrible joke. joke. Buddy Biancalana. <laughs> <laughs> Worst joke. <laughs> but we're bigger than her. Okay, thanks to you. Please subscribe, rate and review, unsubscribe, resubscribe, re-rate, re-review. Mike, I got a funny story that you have a funny story. My funny story is I asked Colin Coward to come on this podcast, and he said he was too busy. (laughs) He's, he's (laughs) He's too booked. The dude has eight writers. He somehow negotiated a daily scalp massage into his contract at Fox, and he's too busy to come on my podcast. I mean,
0: Jesus Christ.
3: Yeah, and, he re- he, and he reminded me that he had his own podcast network. <laughs> I, I didn't ask you about your podcast network. I asked you if you wanted to come on my podcast network. He could
0: have he could have snowballed this into a hey yeah I'll come on and then maybe you and Dan come on and now we've got this big crossover event and instead he's like no I'm too busy. <laughs>
3: I'm too busy with my burger joint. Oh my god, man! too—I could not believe it. like the response I got. My jaw was left hanging open. <laughs> hey, I'm actually too booked. <laughs> get out of here, dude! You're windsurfing, getting a scalp massage. Like, what are you talking about? Uh, what's your funny story before we get to our guest? We're gonna have—we're uh, gonna have Shams on today. Shams Saranya, I think I'm saying that right. I hope you are. Listen, when I was at ESPN, I said Woj was the best in the business, but I'm no longer there now, so Shams is now the best in the business. He's going to be our new guy, our new NBA guy. We're going to come up, instead of a Woj bomb, we have to come up with a name for when he tweets out NBA news. We'll figure it out along the way here. Uh, but what's your funny story, quickly, before we get oh, to Shams?
0: Obviously, this guy's 26, and he's already just breaking news all over the place. Yes. So I'm working at ESPN, and I get a text from my cousin who's in Tampa, and he goes, hey, I've got I've got breaking news for you. Okay, what is it? Uh, Chip Kelly is right now having dinner with the owner of the Bucks at this restaurant I'm at. The Bucks are going to sign Chip Kelly. So I'm like, okay. So I'm like, here's what I'm going to do. I text Adam Schefter. Hey, Adam. Mike over in radio. I booked you a bunch of times. You know who I am. You're welcome. I've got this breaking news for you. Chip Kelly is going to sign with the Bucks. He goes... No, he's not. (laughs) And I go, no, my cousin is there, and he sees him. He goes, yeah, well, he's in Philadelphia right now just about to sign. An hour later, he breaks. Chip Kelly is signing with the Bucks, And I'm like, all right, my reporting career is over. I'm not doing – so this guy is 26 and doing this. I tried it once at 30,
3: and he just – Fucking bombed. Okay. And he's been doing it since he was 17 or 18 years old. I mean, he's a prodigy. He really is. He's unbelievable. (laughs) And by the way, you got it wrong. You got it wrong. Schefter was right. You said Schefter reported that he went to the Bucks. He actually went to the Eagles. So Schefter was right. Yes, yes, yes. Schefter yes. comes
0: out and goes, "Yeah, he's going to the Eagles." Sorry.
3: Yes, but we will discuss with Shams the time that Schefter missed out on NFL news because he was on the phone <laughs> taking calls with us. I mean, <laughs> basketball calls, nonetheless. Uh, before we bring Shams on, quick, a uh, quick game of. Athletes or entertainers who connote a sham. How about that? I feel like you have one. God, sham the... God. <laughs> <it is>. Yes. <laughs> I feel... You win. Oh, I got some more. I got some more. Hold on. Randall Chambly. I think that's his name. <laughs> the golf guy. What's his name? <laughs> Can you look it up? Look it up. Look it up. Look it up. Chambly. Bryce and Deschambeau. Oh, wow. That is a good one. Pull Bryce, that one out. Bryson Deschambeau. I, I said earlier this week on the show, if uh, if I had the same last name, they'd call me Bryson DeChambeau. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess Sham is the same thing. Uh, how about, uh, let's see, how about Brian Cardinal? Okay. Cards. Credit card scheme. I mean, come on. <laughs> Stretch, bit of a reach there.
0: Real, yes. real, real reach there. All
3: right. How about uh, Henry Winkler, who once played Arthur fonzarelli a Fonzie scheme. Uh, a Fonzie scheme. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes, I win.
0: <laughs> this is the biggest stretch you've ever done for this game.
3: Uh, other people uh, in sports <laughs> who can own a sham. Chris Shambliss. Chris Chambliss is amazing. Wow, I'm so jealous. So we got Chris Chambliss, and then, of course, Stugatz.
0: Stubanity! biggest sham.
3: (laughs) Let's get to Sham Sharanya. You can check him out at The Athletic, the stadium on Twitter, at shamsharanya.com. He'll spell that for you when he comes on. Let's get to Shams right now. Stu Gatz here for my friends over at Miller Lite. A lot's changed over the years. One thing that hasn't, the great taste of Miller Lite.
2: I'm good. I'm good. Gots. I'm a big fan. Obviously, my, my editor, actually, I don't know if you know, i Sergio Gonzalez. He's actually from, uh, yes, South Florida. So he's he's definitely a big fan. So,
3: thank you, man. Uh, listen, I have never felt older than I than I do right now, staring at you. Okay, <laughs> no, <laughs> seriously,
0: I'm, dude. I'm old
3: soul, bro. I'm old
0: soul. <laughs> yeah, but you're we're gonna young, find out. <laughs> you're you're an old
3: soul, but you're a young man, Shams. I mean, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Appreciate you. Yeah, so we were were talking about, real quickly, uh, and thanks for doing this, man, because I know you don't do a lot of this. Like, our crew was so thrilled that you were coming on, you know? So we
2: appreciate you doing this. No, I appreciate you guys having me. I don't I, I don't do much and honestly I rely on like people that I like work for, I guess. I, I thought he could see him kind of p- help me pick and choose what to do, what not to do. And right. uh, I I lobbed this to my guy Sergio and he's like, No, you, you gotta do this one for sure. So Okay. <laughs> hey Mikey get Sergio Hey Mikey A, get Sergio on the pod, okay? <laughs> like, <laughs> <Nope>.
3: <laughs>
2: he's my man. Definitely Tell Sergio excited. thank you, dude. No doubt, no doubt. Appreciate you guys.
3: So, uh, and I know you're uh, busy, so we'll try to get you out of here quickly. Uh, We were talking about, you know, Woj has Woj Bomb, and we were thinking you need to have a name, and I think I have the name for you. Tell me how you feel about Slam Dunk. (laughs) Slam Dunk.
2: Listen, if that, I'll take whatever. I'll take whatever. If that's what you guys want, I'm I'm good with it. I'm good. Should it be a sham dunk or a slam dunk? I can't figure it out. You know, honestly, I like both. Another one I've seen online is like sham wow. I'm not totally opposed. You know, I, I don't I don't I let the fans decide. You know, if, if anything, it just shows fan engagement. You know, nowadays right. you can kind of interact with fans, so it's 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 awesome. All
3: right, so if we put this uh, on a poll, wait, what was the one you had? Sham wow. Someone said, wow.
2: someone said Shams Wow or Sham Wow or something like that. Um, All right. I've, I haven't heard yours yet. Those are definitely different extremes, but uh, we'll take it. Listen, <laughs> I'll definitely Listen, take it. it.
3: It started with Grand Slam, and then I realized you're a basketball guy, and it went to Slam Dunk. Okay?
2: I'm not go opposed back, to go it. Go back
3: old
0: school video games uh, NBA Slam.
3: <laughs> NBA All Slam right. Dunk? I'm not opposed.
0: All right, So we're going to put
3: these on the poll, and we're going to let the audience decide if that's okay. All right. That's fine with me. All right, man. Uh, I'm wondering Shams, like you're, you're, you're great at this uh, and we're thrilled to have you on, but I'm wondering when did you know,
2: because you're a young man, when did you know you wanted to do this for a living? So I knew when when I got cut playing basketball early in high school, like, and, and, you know, if I, if I was going to stay around the game and stay around basketball, I had a big passion for the NBA, even more so than college. And, 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 and high school basketball, like my passion was the NBA. And so I always felt like if I uh, could combine my passion for basketball into something else, whether it was writing or, or, or telling the behind the scenes stories or being an agent or being a front office person, like I always wanted to do that. And so uh, junior year, I, uh, I, I remember I wrote a paper and my English teacher at the time told me, you know, you're a really good writer. Why haven't you thought about doing a school newspaper? And I gave it some thought and I'm like, it makes a lot of sense. Like, why not try to be a sports writer, a sports editor, at least give it a shot uh, and combine my passions for basketball and the NBA with writing. And so I started writing for my school newspaper as a junior wrote for RealGM.com around that same time, Chicago now, which was a a subsidiary of the Chicago Tribune. Uh, So I I was writing a lot about the bulls, writing a lot of analytical analysis type stories around players around the league. And uh, I think it just, it's like a gradual progression. Right. And, and people might want to see the end journey or, or, or think that what I'm doing right now is, is uh, just happened overnight, but it never does. Like I've, I've been doing this. I'm 26. Now i have been doing this for nine years. I'm about to turn 27 actually soon. So uh, it's about 10 years. I feel probably in my thirties, late thirties, given back, you know, my basketball years, but um, it, I just, I feel like I'm learning every, every single day. And uh, I, but I really think it started probably junior year of, of, of high school.
3: That's pretty amazing. So how did it turn into reporting? How did it turn into, was it through relationships? How did it turn from writing into, hey, I'm going to be one of the best reporters out there?
2: I think it definitely was relationships, right? And it was a lot of cold calls, a lot of cold texts, like the amount of, of emails and cold calls and cold texts I was sending as you know my junior year and senior year to people that I didn't know, they should definitely not have known me at that point. Uh, but it was whatever type of context I could find online and, and on Google and and, and word of mouth and, and things like that. And so I was just randomly, you know, cold calling, cold texting people. And uh, it just goes to show to me how, 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 um, how nice some of the people in the industry are, as long as you show yourself to be genuine and professional. I doubt anyone at the time knew I was 17, 18 years old. But, you no, know, that's not the question that people <laughs> ask usually when you, when you have a conversation with them, like just out in the street. The, the first question usually isn't, how old are you? Like, th- I think that comes through relationship and, and as time goes on. Um so I always tried to portray portray myself and and show myself to be a, a mature person and uh and hopefully that opened the door for for relationships.
3: Is there a relationship you have where you finally revealed how old you actually were and they were like get the fuck
2: out of here shams <laughs> like
3: come on man it, apart
2: from today. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. It, it it happens even to this day, but like again, I I take it in stride because to me I I, I feel like I'm way older than I than I am. Like I, I still feel like I I think I'm old soul. Period. But uh, it it definitely was funny the first few interactions when people would find out how old I am and, and they honestly didn't believe it. And and, and and you know and there was some feedback even at the time like why are you even doing this? Like why aren't you out partying? Why aren't you out uh, spending time with friends? Why aren't you out you know not not working right? Like because that's not what the what the Uh, the the perception is of someone who's 17 18 going into college but i I, once i figured out my mind what i wanted to do what i wanted to set my mindset on and my goal on um it was just continuing setting accomplishments setting goals for yourself and just continuing to eclipse them oh
1: i'm so fucking happy colin said no
3: Shams, forget about college because the 20s, I maintain the four years after college are better than the four years in college. You're missing out on that too. I mean, listen, you're doing great professionally, but you should be out getting hammered right now,
2: man. <laughs> no, man, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good.
3: <laughs> how uh, how competitive, uh, as you've gotten into it here and, and you continue to progress your career, how competitive is the breaking news game, the reporting game?
2: I, I think you know, for me, it's always been with myself though. You know what I mean? Like I've always been someone who's just got blinders on in a lot of ways. And just if you focus on, obviously you have to see whatever, what else, what else is going on in the marketplace, especially now, because there's so many ways avenues of information. It's not even just the, the quote unquote insiders that are, that could be breaking stories. It's like, you have random people on Twitter now who could have access to um, or random people on Instagram who could have access to different parts of information or, you'll see sometimes a fan will post a picture of a player who might be meeting with the team. Like there's so many different ways that where information is shared now. And so for my job is, is again, if I'm going to be posting something, it is 100%. And and that's the job and the mandate that I feel like I have for my, for my audience and my fan base. So um, I think, I think the the competitiveness now is just about focusing on what I can do. And, and, and like at the end of the day, if I focus on my work, uh, it, it just speaks for itself. I'm so happy I'm not in the fucking herd.
3: It's funny where, you know, all the different avenues the news could come in from, and you can't reject any of it. I'm going to tell you a quick story. Levitard and I were doing our show one day, and some bouncer calls up, like, from Miami, a bar down in Miami, and he calls in to tell us to report, Shams, that Shaq is going to be traded from the Heat to the Phoenix Suns. Dan and I wow. laughed him I know laughed him off the phone and then spent 30 minutes mocking the guy afterwards. And then 31 minutes later, Shaq was traded from the heat to the sun. So it's like, wow, you never know. I'm I know. Telling you,
2: you, and, and that's, and, and I learned that early too, is that you just never know. And that, that and that goes with relationships as well. It's like, you right. never know, you know, who could have access to this or who could ultimately at one day be this. And, and that just, I think it just encapsulates just, just humanity, right? And if you treat everyone the same and you treat everyone with respect and dignity in class, like you just, you, you never know what could happen not only for yourself or, or for that other person. So I, I think that's sort of the story that you just gave there. I think it's like a pretty much, pretty much encapsulates like my mindset on a daily basis. Like you can get it from the usher, you can get it from the security yeah. guard, you can get it from whoever really.
0: Where, where's the strangest place you ever got a tip from? Whether or not you, you ran, <laughs> he with can't it give his sources, man. <laughs> but like, where, like, he doesn't have to say who. But like, you know, a, a hostess at a restaurant was like, "Hey, I saw
2: these two meeting." And um, I don't know if I can. I, I can tell you where I. Kinda, I mean, I've been at, at odd places and I've gotten tips on things like I'd, I'd be at a bar or a restaurant or whatever. Um, you know, in Vegas, you know, during summer league, sometimes you'll go out at, at different points, and you might, you know, you might be at uh, at at a spot and uh, and you'll get a call and so just leave it's like loudish as, as shit and you just walk away and, and you you're on your phone but it's 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 usually from from a source you know from someone that's calling you to give you information it's it's you know I, I'll probably like like security guard type people I, I would imagine you know there are moments like that but you know again my job also in some ways is, is to provide some level of protection right like I'm not trying to put players and and people at the end of the day, I have a job to do. Um, but there are also still boundaries as far as, you know, some guys, you know, in their personal life, like if, if, if your personal life is, if it's having an issue with the basketball court, then it becomes a topic, right? Like if, if it's an issue with the team, uh, the court, your play, it's a topic. But, you know, some guys, listen, you, you, you do kind of do what you want off the floor. Um, and there's not really much judgment on that. end. that I, that I, hopefully my reporting shows that I don't give
3: has this ever happened to you? Adam Schefter was on the air with us taking NBA calls. He's not supposed to be doing that. He's an NFL reporter, but he was taking NBA calls with me and Dan, having a blast, and he missed out on some key NFL news. His bosses, our bosses, were very upset. I am wondering, has Shams ever missed out on NBA news because he was off doing something like <laughs> taking calls on Levitard? Well, you never been on our show but just doing something stupid,
2: you know? Um. I mean, I've definitely, I mean, listen, I've been on like shows and podcasts before and and like, you know, sometimes it's like bang, bang, right? Like you'll get a text, like giving you a piece of news and, and, you know, you might not look at your phone like in 10 seconds, exactly. And that 10 seconds could be the difference, but I don't really view that as a mistake, right? Like things happen in life. (laughs) Um, I I think I would be a lot more frustrated, like, you know, being in the air, like when I'm traveling, like that's usually like the time where I'm most paranoid because, listen, you, you, you try to have Wi-Fi on and, and you try to be on your phones and, and on text messages and everything like that. But sometimes again, people want to have that, that phone conversation with you and, and you can't have that sometimes. And that almost happened to me actually during, uh, on, you know, you know, like last year a lot, like I'd be traveling, you know, pre pandemic. And so, uh, thankfully, you know, I've been home really for the most part of the last year, like most people have been. Sure
3: texted me he was too booked while on a windsurfer in the Pacific Ocean. <laughs>
2: uh,
3: what's the story throughout your, your young career here, Shams, that you were most excited to break? The story you were most excited to break?
2: Um, I would probably say my first one, right, is, is when Lou Deng got traded from the Bulls to the Cavs in 2014 in January. I, uh, 2014 in January. So it was, it was a person, the person that, that kind of gave me that. We had exchanged probably 500, 600 emails to that point in the span of two years. I think that just goes to show again, you know, the importance of relationships and, and the importance of just staying connected because it's not just about when you might need someone, but having that year long back and forth and communication, I think that just shows dividends. And, uh, you know, I could have went either way with that. I think that was the first time sure. probably that brought me some level of credibility. And so that was probably the most fun one. Um, but uh, I think that's probably But you made it
3: you, you had your credibility You made it And all that stuff right
2: I think so yeah I, th- I think it was like A door had opened right And it's like Yeah How, ma- yeah. how many more door- doors Can I open right Like I feel like right. th- I feel like it was a movie right Like you open a door And there are like Probably 15 more doors So it's like do You right. just keep this door open And you know This is kind of where you're at Or do you just keep Pushing forward And, and getting to the next one So
1: Cowherd It's your loss We were gonna play Call in Or call out
3: is there a story you've had where, where someone, you thought you had it, the big story, but someone beat you to the punch. Like, whoa, just came in last second and beat you to the punch. Has that happened? Um, I mean,
2: the story aspect, like that happens, I, I want to say like weekly bi-weekly where it's like, <laughs> you know, you, you feel like you're onto something and then it slips away or whatever the case may be. So, you know, it all, it all changes as far as variance, as far as how major it is and how, how major it isn't. Because the major ones probably happen you know, close to the trade deadline. Um, draft, free agency, that. But you know, on a normal day-to-day basis, like you know, the last month or two months as the NBA season has been getting going, I feel like every day there's been something new, um, and and it, 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 the league definitely keeps you on your toes.
1: Who the fuck gets a daily scalp massage negotiated into their contract, and how do I
3: get one? Have you ever talked shit to Woj? Be honest, Shams. Have you ever talked shit? Like you got a
2: story, and you just texted him. You talk some shit. Like I need to. I,
3: please tell me yes.
2: Like, okay. Bomb this. No, definitely no shit talking on my end. I, I, I just stay. On my, I just stay head down.
3: But he definitely has shit talked you. No, like come on.
0: Uh, no, has he called
3: you? Ro- got- Listen, Woj is a friend. I love Woj. <laughs> Dan and I have a great, le- uh, we have a new relationship with you. I like you a lot better. Um, but we like Woj, so I'm just like, he doesn't come off as a guy who talks, shit but I know he takes this stuff very seriously, you
2: know? Yeah, no, I mean, that's that's someone you know you, you work with, right? So for me, it's uh, there's definitely a love and respect there. So I, I. You guys know me. I just stay in my lane, blinders <laughs> up. But busy. you know me. I try to get you out of your lane, okay? By forcefully
0: taking the wheel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: um, I'm going to give you a few names here. Um, Shams, I don't know how how to do this with you because you're a reporter. I'm going to make you take guesses, but I'm going to give you a name and you tell me whether or not you think he's going to be traded by the deadline, and if so, where you think he's going. Is that fair? Is that a fair way of doing it?
2: If that's what you want to do, I'll answer the best I can. Okay, uh, Andre Drummond. I mean, I, I definitely don't think he'll be in Cleveland. I don't know if he'll get traded. That's the that's the tough part, right? Like, I, I think eventually, like if he, if he if he isn't traded, I would be shocked to be still on that roster. I, I assume he's bought out, and then you have to look at teams like Brooklyn, the Lakers, uh, Miami, the Knicks, Toronto potentially. I think I think the one trade spot that was really in mind was Toronto. Um, but that seems to have fizzled out. Um, and Outside of that, I don't know which other destination there could be. I don't know if, it's, if it is if it is a Miami, right? Miami has a couple of contracts that might make sense. Um, a trade is just very hard. He's making so much money. So I, I'm not, I, it's hard for me to answer it straight up. Do I think he's there after the All-Star break or, or after the trade deadline? After, no, yeah. but, okay. but will he be traded – I'm like 50 50, man. So right. I'm kind of it giving you a half like answer a, right there. Might, no, but that's fine.
3: Like, listen, you're guessing. We're all guessing. But, 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 like, you're thinking buyout and then maybe he just, you know, he, he becomes a free agent and goes signs with the team, right?
2: Yeah. Like, I, I, him finishing the, I mean, he, they already banished him away from the team, right? And, and right. he wants yes. to go have a role somewhere else. So yeah. I, yeah, if he's not moved, I, I think they would move toward a buyout. Bradley Beal? No, no, he will not staying be staying there. Okay.
3: Uh, Lonzo Ball
2: my i mean in theory he's, playing good go he's actually yeah. play, he's playing very well he's playing you know? really well and that's the and that's the thing he's a restricted free agent and that's what makes it so tough right because if you want him you're going to have to give up you know an asset a, a, maybe a protected first or first round pick multiple multiple second round picks um or New Orleans could just take him to restricted free agency or whichever you know like the you know, i've reported the bulls the warriors teams like that who might like him Um, they could just wait until restricted free agency. So if you're the bulls, do you really give up a a salary in a protected first round pick or first round pick, or do you just wait till restricted free agency? So it's always tough, you know, him, John Collins, guys like that. It's very tough for restricted free. That was the next one for
3: me. Collins, by the way.
2: See, even with him. So that's why, you know, with both guys, my gut says no, but because the asking price, could it happen for sure? Um, My gut says no. And, and I, it wouldn't surprise me. Both guys are on different teams, though. Uh, come off season.
3: Uh, how about LaMarcus Aldridge?
2: Um, definitely a, a good possibility of a move. Um, I, I again, he makes so much money that it, it would have right. to take the right situation and um, the in the right team. But uh, you know, again, that's a guy that definitely there are contenders that have made calls, and I, I think the Spurs are listening.
0: This turned out to be true as two hours after this podcast was recorded, the Spurs have announced they have mutually agreed to part ways with Lamarcus Aldridge. Slam dunk. a
2: ding dong. What? God, sham god.
3: Demar Derozan.
2: My gut says he's not moved, but again, like I, I reported last week, the Spurs are getting calls on him and they're listening. Um, and he's a guy that for a team like the Lakers or the Clippers or, you know, the Nuggets, um, I mean, he, he could, he, he could be a difference maker.
3: Uh, and then the guy on Orlando, whose name I always botch. In fact, his nationality, I botch as well. I call him the Russian Nikola Vuz- Vuzichik. I don't even know how to say his oh, last name. Me. Yeah. Um, but I know the Heat are looking at him, right? Like that's a big rumor right now. The Heat are looking at him.
2: Yeah. Um... I I don't think um I don't he's think Swedish, he's Swedish by moved. the way. Yeah, yeah he's Swedish <laughs> by the way. Yeah, I was just looking that up. <laughs> I was gonna correct it. I was Russian, correct Swedish. It. No, um, I,
3: I called him the Russian once on the show, Shams, and no one, I mean no one everyone thought I was right. They just assumed he was Russian, and then Mike got around to looking it up and he was like, Hey Stu, he's from Sweden. I'm like, oh shit. <laughs>
2: I, I don't think he'll be moved just because, again, the, the asking price would have to be through the roof. Like a team that trades for him, you, you have to give up two, three first-round picks for a guy that's averaging 25 and 12 and, and four assists or three assists or whatever he's averaging. So uh, my gut says no.
3: Okay. Uh, anyone else maybe perhaps we're not thinking of that could be tra- a surprise, a guy that could move here uh, before the trading deadline or at the trading deadline?
2: No, I mean I, I think I think Busevich and Lowry are definitely like big names, but the thing with both is they're both legacy players, right? So my gut with both kinda leads me to believe that, like, no, but um, you know, the the legacy I know for both players means a lot. I think, you know, the one guy teams and contenders are looking at is PJ Tucker. Um yeah. he's a guy that, that, you know, whether you're looking at Milwaukee, Miami, Denver, the Lakers, um, I would expect him uh, you know, to be a guy that that's moved around deadline for Uh, probably, you know, contracts and, and at least one or two assets.
1: Does Colin realize I'm a lot more popular than he is?
2: Oh my gosh, folks.
3: All right, I'm gonna do uh, some some quick fun stuff with you and get you out of here because I know you're short on time. So real quick, you're 26 years old. You said is that is that correct? 26 years old. 26, going on 27. All right, Mike. So that hasn't What year were you born in, Shams? What year is that?
2: Uh 94. Jesus
3: fucking Christ, Shams. I mean, my God, you have done more with your life in 26 <laughs> years than I've done in 50. Man, are you kidding me? I'm no, 47. Trying to follow your lead. 47. All right. So we're wondering because you're so young. Okay. For <laughs> you, is it Full House or Fuller House?
2: <laughs> oh man, I don't want. I don't want to age myself and not and and, and not give give an answer to either. Um, full. I think I watched Full House. Okay. I think that's the one I will. Watch. But it could have been Fuller House. <laughs> it could, have. It could, could have. have. Okay. I'll. I'll. I'll, I'll it, it all depends. Which, whichever one's the most recent. Definitely don't hold me to it. I think it was Full House.
3: Though. Okay. To Fuller. you, to Fuller, right? <laughs> to you, is Michael Jordan the owner of the Hornets or that guy playing out the string for the Wizards? <laughs>
2: <laughs> he's definitely the owner of the Hornets for, me, for sure. No question. I think. I think he's done a better job as. as... <laughs> owner of the hornets uh and i think he would probably say the same thing than than, than the Wizards right.
3: for you is karate kid ralph macchio or hillary swank or will smith's kid definitely
2: will smith's kid
3: oh jesus james oh, wow. have you ever watched the original karate kid <laughs> i don't know if i have but i'm gonna oh watch it now
2: God. i'm gonna watch it now yes. i'm on it i'm oh. on
3: it I'm All Valley Championships, Johnny Lawrence. You, you go, please go watch it, and then okay, I want to have you back on and only talk about The Karate Kid, the original, okay? I'm writing it down. I'm on it. I'm Thank on you. it. All right. For you, Coming to America, surprise hit from 2021 or all-time great from 1988?
2: All-time great. I actually oh, just, watched, I just watched Coming <laughs> to America 2 last night um, on HBO Max. Uh, definitely a movie for the kids. I don't know if it had the, 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 the recklessness as the first one maybe might have had, but...
0: Uh, <laughs> it was all right. I it was it. okay. It wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be.
2: 100%. Sequels is very, very hard to yes. to, 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 to one-up the, the, the first movie if you're a sequel. So it's tough, but I, I loved it. I, I love Coming to America, though. All
3: right, Rocky, for you. Boxing champion or the white guy who taught Apollo's kid how to box?
2: <laughs> um, <laughs> probably whatever character was in Creed with Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, okay, <laughs> so. he was he was the
3: old washed up white guy who taught Apollo's kid out of box. That's, That's probably it. then. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> perfect. A <laughs> uh, couple more. Vladi Divots, Lakers and Kings center, or the ex GM of the Kings
2: and current hookah smoker. <laughs> <laughs> um definitely the lakers and and former king center like those uh i remember i i used to watch those those old lakers kings you know they used to play it on espn classic all the time and i just stay up real late at night back in the day you know probably when i was 10 years old 12 years old just watching on espn classic game one to game seven uh that was my first play exposure to real basketball so
3: definitely enjoyed that
2: we watched
0: those espn classic games when they weren't classics
3: Right, but Shams, <laughs> how does that look to you? No, no, but seriously, like, th- it's a different game. Like when you watch that, do you get sad?
2: <laughs> I mean, it was just a different time though, right? Like th- those guys, I mean, I was just, you- you're just watching the All-Star game, right? And you're seeing Steph Curry yeah. and Dame Lillard shoot threes from half court. I remember I was at All-Star weekend in uh, New York in 2015. And I'm, I think that was really the first All-Star where guys literally were just shooting threes, like most of the game. And I'm like, ah, is this really fun to watch? But, man, I was watching on Sunday night, like watching Dame and Steph shoot from half court. That's just next level. This is ridiculous.
1: You know what the Blazing Five is code for? It's code for set your money on fire if you take Collins' picks.
3: I think Dame should be the MVP. What do you think?
2: I've said it for the last few years. I think he's out of case. I don't know if he's MVP this year. Uh, I think, you know, Joel, LeBron. But uh, he definitely should be in the top five.
3: Uh, some quick hits, uh, and we'll get you out of here. Have you? Ever, uh, we have a quick game of sham or no sham, by the way. Have you ever seen the Knicks be good?
2: Um, I mean, because you're young,
3: you're 26, and I'm not certain they've been good in 25 years. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean,
2: I, I guess they're good now, right? Like, I, I mean, if above 500 counts, I guess I, I've seen it. I guess I've okay. seen
3: it for the first time, maybe. We've set we've set the bar really, really low.
2: Kind <laughs> of, <laughs> right? We really have. Have you ever seen Die Hard? Um, I, I'm I'm sure I've skimmed it and watched it in passing. I don't. Again, you you guys are really <laughs> write it down, right Shams.
3: Now. Write you, it you down. Guys.
2: <laughs> write it down.
3: It's okay. Uh, who was Robin Hood? <laughs> <laughs> is Robin Hood a movie or a stock trading app? <laughs> Probably a trading app for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I love this. Yeah, you're fantastic. I'm gonna get you out of here right now. Sham or no sham? Very quick, and you're out of here. A sham or no sham? Your name is harder. Your last name is harder to pronounce than Wojnarowski. Um, I think it's easy. Sham
2: or no sham? Chirania. Okay, it's easy. Do you? I think it's easy. It's Chirania, right? Either either which way. And honestly, I don't judge. So you you can say you can pronounce it however you want it. That's, all right. That's all At good. At
3: Shams Saranya on Twitter. At Shams Saranya on Twitter. But spell the last name so they have it, please. Yeah, so
2: first name, S-H-A-M-S. Last name, C-H-A-R-A-N-I-A. The Athletic okay. and Stadium. Let's get it.
3: Yeah, go ahead. Keep promoting it, man. Uh, <laughs> sham or no sham. Knicks will make the second round of the playoffs this year. Um...
2: I don't even know how to answer that. I, I mean, it, it, it depends what <laughs> seating they are, right? No if, sham or no sham? I don't think it's a sham. I, I think there's a chance if, if they get home court advantage, again, they're right there for home court. If they get home court, the, the fourth seat, I can see it. Um, if they don't, then no. All right.
3: Okay, that's fair. Uh, Mike, we have a shot. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> well, then uh, sh- discovered
0: from the guy who's never seen them good.
3: <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Uh, sham or no sham? Peeing in the shower um shams shoot, Yes. I, no sham? No.
2: Yeah. I, I, sham? I, yeah. I, I feel like we all have it at some point. I, I would. Of I will course imagine. we have. Yeah. Yeah. We all have. Yes. Yeah. No yes. sham. Yes.
3: Yes. <laughs> no. Sometimes I do it when I don't even have to shower. It's just my choices in <laughs> the toilet to shower. I just got to, I got to shower.
0: There are the people who answer that reluctantly, yes, and then there are right. the people that lie. Those are the two people that answer that
3: question. <laughs> Sham or yeah, no One sham. Point. Come on. Everyone point. has. Come on. I did this morning, just so we're all clear. Okay. <laughs> um, sham or no sham, Tom Thibodeau will be coach of the year this year. I mean, he's definitely going
2: to, I mean, he's either going to be runner up or third or somewhere. I mean, it's Quinn Snyder, him. I think you got to put Monty Williams in that category. Um, I'm probably blanking on someone else right now, but Billy Donovan, I think, has done a good job in Chicago. Excellent. So, yeah. I mean, those four. So, I, I mean, he's got a shot um ketchup on hot dogs sham or no sham uh no sham I, I i assume that means yes like that's normal right
3: uh well no it's not <laughs> oh <laughs> no but for you it might be for me it's not
2: that's okay no no no, no. I, I, I definitely I always put ketchup on my hot dogs for sure okay for sure All right, lakers without
3: anthony davis sham or no sham
2: <laughs> um they're not. I mean, they're definitely not winning the championship. So whatever that counts for. So <laughs> okay.
3: without him, so no, so so Damn. no. Sh- without him, I, that's I assume a sham, sham. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah right, sure. all right, all right. Uh, peeing in the pool, sham or no sham? Um, I, I, <laughs> same I, reaction. I, I feel like we've, we've all done it
2: before, but I'm I, I'm I'm at a point in my life now where it's probably a sham. So I'm not I'm not okay. going for that right now. Not right now. All right. <laughs> all right, three
3: more, you're out of here. Julius Randle is as good or better than Chris Bosch. sham or no sham? Look <laughs> um, how
0: proud you are of this question. No, I, because I, what, what I, look I... how proud
3: you are of come this question. What, what, what I call this topic is February and March. There's nothing to talk
2: about. <laughs> come on, guys. Um, Bosh. Chris, Chris Bosch. won how many championships? Yeah. Only well, he won two. The Hall of two. Famer. Hall of Famer, yeah. so...
3: Okay, all right, all right. But listen, Julius Randle, if he has home court advantage, might get to the second round of the playoffs this year. I mean, come on. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, the Nets will never, ever be more relevant than the Knicks. Sham or no sham?
2: Um, um sorry, reading a text.
3: Um you got, did he, wait? Hold on. Did you get a grand slam? Did you get a slam dunk? No,
2: unfortunately, not on this text.
3: Um, okay. <laughs>
2: would you, you tell you, us if you
3: got one?
0: Would
2: you tell us? Oh, of course, of course. No, I would yes. definitely. I, I would, would you hold it until we
0: posted the podcast till next, until tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it was funny. I was actually on Pardon my take once, and, and the Monkey Moore's buyout to the Lakers happened. So that literally happened during the show, which was crazy. But, uh, no, I would definitely do it in real time. Um, okay. Um, you said oh, the, the the Nets oh, will the, never the Nets, be? The
3: Nets will never be more relevant than the Knicks. The only reason I say that, the Nets have everything going for them. Uh, they're all healthy. I think they can make it to the NBA Finals easily. Uh, yet the story in New York is the Knicks, not the Nets. Because they're a game above 500, you know?
2: <laughs> we'll see <it> who's the <laughs> story in like May, June, July though. You know what I mean? Right. So. Yes. Yes. Yeah,
1: so okay. I, Cowherd. More like coward.
2: Potential there. All
3: right, last one. You graduated from Loyola Chicago, great school. Go Ramblers! Sister...
2: Yes, Go Ramblers won the tournament. Won, yep. won our We're conference. A
3: yep. Yes, sir. Sister Jean, though, my question is about Sister Jean:
2: sham or super sham? <laughs> <laughs> she is not a sham.
1: She's
2: definitely not a sham. She's the she's the truth. I I actually remember her all the time when I was in in school. Like she would just be she would be everywhere, and uh, to see her kind of become a star has been actually dope to see so definitely not a sham. she's a real deal
3: all right man hey this has been uh this has been a lot of fun appreciate your time you'd be gracious with your time i know it's a busy time for you promote everything you're doing shams tell everyone where they can find all your stuff and i will continue to do that as we continue with the podcast
2: no i appreciate you guys so yeah i mean i'm at the you know you can catch my written work on the athletic my, my video work on stadium and uh and, and on twitter at shams trani on instagram on shams nba so appreciate you guys having me on
3: all right, man. Thanks for making me feel old. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so listen, you're going to do Karate Kid and Die Hard. Come back on, and we're going to have you break down those movies. For I got you. <laughs> I got you. Okay? <laughs> I'm telling you, me and Levitard, we want to make you a big part of our show and this show. If you're interested in doing it, we'd love to do that because we think you're great.
2: Appreciate you guys. No, I'm, I appreciate you guys having me. And again, uh, prop, props to my editor, Sergio Gonzalez.
3: Yes. Yeah. Tell Sergio, we're going to call him this week to have him on the podcast next week. Okay. (laughs) To get some sham stories. We want some sham stories. (laughs) (laughs) Appreciate you guys. Thank you. All right, man. We appreciate you. Thank you, buddy. Thank Thank you. you Jesus Christ, Mike! That guy is young. That guy is handsome. That guy is well spoken, smart. He's got MBA connections. Holy shit! That was good, man.
0: It reminds me of a young me.
3: Yeah, it reminds me. I, I hate gotta him. tell you, I, I hate him. I hate, it, him. I hate his guts. I, I gotta tell you this. Thank God, Colin Cowherd said no. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I, I, mean, I invited him on. Colin said he was too busy. <laughs> and thank fucking God! Stupidity.
1: Colin could have just said no. Did he have to tell me he has his own podcast network? By the way, I'm in the business. I replaced Colin at ESPN. And I had no idea he had his own podcast network. Perhaps, Colin, that's something you'd like to promote on a podcast network that people actually listen to. Good thing I'm not petty. You're welcome. Stupidity.
3: Stu Gouts here for my friends over at Miller Lite. A lot's changed over the years. One thing that hasn't, the great taste of Miller Lite. Another thing that hasn't changed is that it's less filling. So, what is the best thing about the original light beer? Miller Lite sparked this debate in 1975, and we still haven't settled it. Listen. For me, it's simple. When I'm sitting around with friends, with family, we're at concerts, we're watching the Knicks finally win for the first time in 30 years, we're laughing, we're having a great time, we do it with ice cold Miller Lite. Always have, always will. Miller Lite keeps it simple, undebatable quality, great taste, only 96 calories. It's the beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most. You don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and is less filling. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit Miller light.com slash stew or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer celebrate responsibly miller brewing company milwaukee wisconsin 96 calories per 12 ounces fewer cows and carbs than premium regular beer our kids have said to us since we've moved to minnesota we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived